Hey, everybody, we're live on the pre-show. I think I might be a little hey, under the weather. I think I'm getting something, maybe. Or maybe Did you I'm catch just... what I have? Actually, I hope not. Uh, you said what you had was bad. So Wednesday, I was sick. Then the kids both threw up on Wednesday. And oh, jeez. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I, felt... I hadn't felt like that. <laughs> it was not Goodness. good. Shit. It was not good. Shit. Our son's bed mm. was covered in vomit. Uh... <laughs> Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment, but yeah, I was. Uh, I'm feeling better, so nice. The germs so, have traveled to Tennessee. Yeah, right. right. I hope Take not, it. dude. I, I often get allergies when weather does all this weird shit. You know, where it's hot and cold, and like it was like my, seventy my the other day, and now the germs. high is like fifty. You know, I can't do that. I just fucks with my sinuses, but. Had a great day Saturday, dude. Went and finished off all my raised beds. Got them all in position. Moved them all around. It's fucking fantastic. Went to Walmart. Did my taxes. Did all that adulting shit. Adulting, adulting helps. I hate uh, it. I don't I know when we're adulting. doing our taxes. I, I let the wife schedule that. So I don't. Oh, fun, fun. Yeah, you got to do the taxes. I hate doing the taxes because it's like the IRS knows knows what they owe me. Because if, if they give me too much, they'll let me know. Yeah. If they can tell you that, then they know how much. It's like, you know, Vegas. Yeah, but they want you to do it yourself to make you realize how much. To, it's like. Well, I mean, devil's advocate answer is they don't necessarily know if you've done like charitable, charitable contributions and shit like that. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not mm. wrong. But I don't do that shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, of course you do. I so would yeah, if I had money. I, who the you hell? Know what a, I'm a charity in and of myself. Okay, I'm a you know what a real charitable solution is? Going to the Patreon and Patreon and this. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Segway. Yeah. Well, yeah. Please plug. do that. That'll know, just make whatever. my taxes Shameless even plug. harder next year, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, did my we taxes. do this for no money, people? <laughs> I went to yeah. We just do it for fun. I, I have a but uh, went to Walmart and just spent my ass off buying shelves and garden stuff. It was so much fun. But uh, back to the pre-show. It's a shitty news week. Oh, and we have to talk about um, this is the pre-show. Yeah, so we got to talk about Mondays now. Not tomorrow, but starting the following Monday. My And man, I sound like fucking David. My work schedule, right? I'm not going to get off until 7 when we usually do the show. But I work from right here where I'm sitting. So like 710, maybe you know, we could do it like you know what I mean. Okay. And that show's usually only like a 40, 35, 45 minute show, anyway. Everybody cool with that? Yeah, 10 minutes delay, me. yeah. I figured it wouldn't be a big deal, but I, I like had to how say, like those of us like on the podcast find this out at the exact same time as anyone who might be listening. And that's yeah, usually want... what it is. This isn't like a one-off occurrence. We're usually hashing these things out in real time. <laughs> yes, yeah. we are. Oh, we Maybe are. somebody listening has a good idea, you know, where you they usually don't. I mean, statistically speaking, <laughs> they're likely to have better ideas than us. Oh, but... that, though, you're right there. But, um, yeah, so it would be like 10, maybe 15 minutes late. Probably not. But, yeah, I did a lot of boring-ass garden shit, and it was great, but. Um, we're not even doing the show yet. Let's do. Let's start the damn show. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Go fuck huh. yourselves. 
appreciate it. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. Dude, it's very underrated, man. Oh, Catch Me If You Can, Tom Hanks. It's kind of an evergreen clip, you know? Oh, for sure. Oh, dude. Maybe a boy's Another episode of this Geek and Comics Outright Geekery's Comic Book Shit Talk Show. Shit Talk Show. Gomer Taylor, Andy, hanging out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that damn movie, and it is kind of underrated. It is. It's a good one. It's fucking great. But yeah, I didn't do shit this week. Uh, rewatching The Sopranos. I mean, I guess that's something. Uh, I don't know. Great shit. The first season is like knock you out of the park. I, I had forgotten how great the very first season. You know why it. Did what it did and took you know the world by storm because holy shit it was. Gomer coming in with the hot takes that a show that's widely regarded as maybe the best show ever is pretty good. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. The take ever. That's right. Renos is great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, on the short list. I mean, like in all seriousness, really like, it is on the short list for like best shows ever. And not only that, it sort of changed TV. Like some of the other shows that are on that list, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, things like that, would not be shows. Watchmen had never been a show, you know, and you could go down the list how it kind of changed TV, you know. But uh, yeah, then I did a bunch of gardening shit, just boring ass shit. What'd y'all do this week? Um, I did go see The Beekeeper today. Oh, the Jason Statham action that's movie, the one. Where he, yeah, where he's an apiarist. <laughs> he Is that's he his actual... hobby, but like, yeah, okay, he's. Yeah. <laughs> Like he does do some hobby. actual beekeeping, but yeah, he's like it, it, they're kind of doing does like a John Wick thing bees? where he's no at no point okay, in the movie uh, does a good apiary would never want um, you to. He does kill someone with honey, which apparently is flammable, at least according to this movie. Really? Like he throws a jar of honey on someone and then lights them on fire. Honey can be flammable. Well, beeswax can be. I well, he it that. was like uh, it, it was pretty pure honey, I guess. He was making it whatever. But the point is that like, really, your question kind of says everything there is to say about the movie. It's a Jason Statham action movie. Oh, exactly. You know? Yeah, they're trying to do I the thought... John Wick thing where there's like a secret underground, like oh, fun. behind the scenes society that he's a part of. But it's yeah. it was fine. I mean. I have the unlimited thing, so basically it's a sunk oh, cost so for me to already go and see it. I don't free, yeah. know if I'd recommend going to pay to see it, but if it's on streaming and you have the service, then you know it's it's a fine watch. Nice, the beekeeper. A Jason Statham movie is just fine. Another hot take yeah. from this geeky <laughs> comic. Jason Statham is, yeah. He's, I enjoyed he's it, but I wouldn't necessarily pay to go good. see it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Andy, Although there was one plot point oh, that sorry. I thought made no, sorry, just the one plot point that did bother me is like so like in the midpoint of the movie, it's like they're sending the he's like a retired beekeeper or whatever. So they're like they're oh. sending the active beekeeper to take you out, Jason Statham. The woman was in the movie for like five fucking minutes. He defeats her easily, and then they just move on. <laughs> beekeeper too. Beekeeper. Astro's supposed to have like some sort of super fight. He kills her just as easily as he kills everyone else in the movie. So why even do that? Yeah. The new beekeeper. Who sucks? I don't she wasn't allowed around long enough for me to learn her name. You know? Yeah. Beekeeper. She too. wasn't even the final boss. The final boss was just some <laughs> dude that they introduced like yeah. the like, honey master. Minutes before he killed him. You the know? honey master. Uh, you know, it was just some bodyguard. Just some Wild. dude. Wild. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. 
Andy, what'd you do this uh, weekend? So besides being sick and letting the kids watch whatever they want because they were sick this week. Nice, nice. Uh, we finally got around because the new episodes are up on season two of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Mm. And I liked the first season, and we watched the first episode of season two, and nice. they're still doing a great job with that character. Yeah, I'd like to get into that, man. I'd like to. Take I mean, a look. for for taking such a like a run of the mill, like secondary character, and making her into this like really great character with the minor fourth wall breaks and like the art Fun. style they chose for this comic book and everything else. Yeah, they did a really great job with this. Nice, nice. That's awesome. So yeah, I only watched the uh, Moon Girl and Devil, Devil Dinosaur. Dinosaur. Oh, okay, I've heard good okay. things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, you know, it's Black History Month. Might as well watch some. Yeah, I mean, oh, I've heard it's good. Cool. I mean, it, we're not the age demo for that, but you know, I've heard that it is a it's a fun yeah. watch. Yeah, it's more of a coming of age type thing, and you know, the kids liked nice. it, so it's like, hey, you know, they liked it last year. They might, you know, they liked it this year. So nice, sweet, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I I caught some of Chris Eliopoulos's like NPR show. I don't remember what it's called either, but it was cool. Anyway, let's do news. There is not a whole lot going on, and definitely you know catch the comic book bullies tonight on these channels and others outrageeku.com. But they're gonna probably dive a lot deeper into this than we are. But yeah, there you go. Man, There's we usually don't talk about actors passing away, but fucking a man. Carl Weathers passing this week. It really hit home. He's in just so many things that yeah, he's only I mean, seventy six too. Dude, he would have, he was doing another. He has a commercial this weekend. Yeah, this I mean, I'm, he's I, yeah. I think I think he's going to be in that commercial. I assume, but yeah, he's been all over yeah. TV for that. I mean, they said they he, revamped uh, it a little bit. He was just in. He was a big player in the last couple of seasons of Mandalorian. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. He, of course, is you know Apollo fucking Creed. You know, Jesus. yeah, Brady is. Yeah, I mean, Predator. I loved him yeah. in a show called Arrested Development where he's playing himself. He was just um, hilarious in it. Just showed his. I forgot range. he was in that, but yeah, he's. Oh, he's geniusly funny in that. Yeah, show. he's. You got a stew going. He. He did a good job, like, playing such a wide range of characters. He wasn't just an action star. He also, yeah. like, I mean, he does. He has his moments in Mandalorian, but mostly he's, like, this impressive like elder statesman type of you know it's like he's a mafia like, thing almost yeah, yeah he's like he's the middle yeah. manager guy yeah for like the mob yeah you know? yeah it's just uh yeah i don't know man he, it just really hit home you gotta remember he was an oakland raider for two years also yeah he's in the fucking nfl i mean what yeah. i didn't yeah, know that. i didn't even know that until they i started reading about like you know his his little mini obituaries this week you yeah know? Just, and this guy oh, did man. everything dude just, proud of it too oh man yeah Cool, cool. I just want to say that. But listen to the bullies. I'm sure they're going to get a little bit deeper into it. So, not much news this week. Marvel is teasing the relaunch of the 2099 series. At the end of this week's Miguel O'Hara Spider-Man 2029, number five, which I did not read. Um, It was Steve Orlando, Stefano Raphael, Raul Angula, and Corey Pettit on that book. But he faced off against Man-Thing 2099 in that issue. But And none of us have been reading this. No. But it's kind of like... My reaction than... is that Man Thing is like immortal, right? So why does there need to be a Man Thing yeah. twenty ninety nine? Can't it just well, be especially in the original Man-Thing? continuity of twenty ninety nine? They've specifically said that the Doctor Doom of twenty ninety nine, even though they call him Doctor Doom twenty ninety nine, is still 
Victor. It's, it's still the same, still the same Doctor, Doctor Doom. Doom. Doctor Doom is one of those characters, so like, no matter when they said it in continuity, he shows up. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. fucking, oh, yeah, uh, right. in Jason Aaron's Thor run, he was fighting, like, all Father Thor at the end of fucking time, you know? Yeah. Um, but in the past issues of this, and it was like a monster of the week sort of thing, um, uh, Spider-Man fought Werewolf by Night 2099, Zombie 2099, Dracula 2099, and Terror Inc. 2099. So you just take a character and stomp the fucking word, stamp 2099 on it, and then what? What do you got? You Those just, are some I mean, B-teamers that he was fighting. It's weird. There, you know? It's weird. But there's, it says that he will return. So there's maybe, like a million Spider-Man villains. Why not just use like I never understand. Not, like, I don't know how it like Chameleon twenty ninety nine or like Craven twenty ninety nine or some fucking thing. Yeah, I, just I never understood this twenty ninety nine like alternate future of the six one six. I never understood to even begin with because it was just like I mean, did this debut in like nineteen ninety nine? So it's like a hundred years in the future or some fucking thing. I, I think that, yeah, is but it was actually so it weird works, even back then. Know. Because I was, ne- I was never. Into I don't it. know. I mean, okay, I, we're I'm never into this. I feel like we're being a bit harsh on this. I mean, if you're a fan, I know because we haven't read good, it. But this, I mean, I don't understand is, it, but it might be cool. The right? original Miguel O'Hara stuff was coming out at a time when I was not reading comics because comics were dog shit during that time. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> they kind of were. Yeah, they kind of were. True. They kind of were. Also, I was probably too young. I was like. In 1999, I was 10 years old, you know? Well, you were in, would have been into comics, but, I mean, I was reading G.I. Joe. Actually, actually wasn't. Right I didn't, get, into, that. Yeah, I didn't really get into comics until, like, a few years after that, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. I was that much older than you. Oh, yeah, oh, you guys yeah, are old folks, yeah. but, um... <laughs> so, I don't need to see more. I'm assuming that Miguel O'Hare is going to be leading the charge of all these books, but... We don't even know if there's all these books yet. We don't know what the fuck they're going to do. The, only, thing, the only cool thing about Miguel is is that he has Malnior. Other than that, it, you know, he's not he's not yeah. that great of a character. I mean, there's um, also probably yeah. a little bit of corporate synergy here because he's such a big character in these uh, Spider-Verse movies right now. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That was the last bit of my notes before moving on. Moving on. Red Sonia. Steve Niles is going to start writing Red Sonia in April 2024. He's known for, like, horror shit. You know what I mean? Like Ooh. 30 Days a Night and Criminal Macabre. I mean, he's Yeah, that's the first thing awesome. popped in my head was 30 Days a Night. Yeah, he is an awesome horror writer. But I'm, And the art on this looks just fucking amazing, dude. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alessandro Amoruso is doing the art here. I had never heard of him, but look at that panel. That is awesome. That is some really, really good art. That kind of looks almost right out of uh, Berserk. Right. And I'm pretty sure the Red Sonia is like there's a new movie planned. I think they got that one girl who's in the Spider or Madam Web movie, um, who was in that show about doing drugs and shit that triggers me. Um, Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, I think Sydney Sweeney is signed up to do the the Red Sonia movie. Huh. So yeah, there you go. There I, you go. I can kind of see that a little bit. Well, I mean, she's super hot. That's all you really need, you know. I'm not taking anything away from Sydney Sweeney. I think she's a fine actress, but I mean, all you're really gonna do is throw down a bunch of cool action. I mean, Red Sonya is like just kind of a vehicle to tell like these medieval sword and board type of things. Yeah. Um, she's a character with name recognition, though. You know. Exactly. She's had a movie. She's had. She's had staying power. She's been around yeah. forever, and she's not not. Going so sure, there. it's a it's a good vehicle if you want to tell like some fantasy. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. sword and, board and that shit. shit's always hot. Fantasy sword and sorcery shit is always hot. Sure, it's, it's an evergreen genre for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't really have much else to say about that, I guess. I know. So there you go. Empire of the Damned in April. All right, finally in news. I told you it was a lame week. Uh, This is like two sides of a coin. It's really good news, but not really. It's okay, an adaptation of the show. I was to say, the character on the right, I don't remember her name. I know she died in the show, I guess, spoiler alert. So, yeah, this is just an adaptation of the show, right? Yeah. yeah. I okay. that they do these. I mean, I don't Ahsoka really should know. have who, her own book. I don't know who this is for. I mean, if it's okay having a book, yeah, that's a fine idea. But, awesome. like, like, just recreating something that you could just watch on Disney Plus whenever the fuck you want to. I guess this is for people who just would rather read a comic than watch a TV show. I don't think that's a very big it group might of people. Be, it might be for those people. I mean, there's I guess, probably a market just, out there for it. It, it must be it. a pretty niche market, though, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I remember back in the day when they just had uh, the X-Men comic books that was just based upon the cartoon. And they called it they X-Men do that. They, they yeah, started they doing do the uh, the X-Men 92 stuff recently, didn't they? Yeah, so yeah, there's a market. There probably a is still well, a market. No, X-Men it. Legends is what it's called, right? The comic. But I think it's just supposed to be a bridge from, like, between the old shit and the new shit that's coming out. Okay, but yeah, wasn't the most of that stuff just like they use the the style and the aesthetics of the TV exactly. show? But they tell like original stories. Exactly. That's not what this is. This is <laughs> Dude, just... they should be doing that. They, that's what they should be. That's doing. That's a good idea. I'd love that. But this is just you know, do you want to experience something you've already experienced just differently? Exactly. And her name's Morgan Which, Elizabeth. Hey, maybe that's a lot for that. Could if you want to do that. Hey, whatever floats your boat. But yeah, that character is... on the right's name is Morgan Elsbeth, by the way. Okay, Disney thanks. and Marvel are just trying to make their money somehow, I guess, you know. Yeah, I don't whatever, know. Whatever floats their boat. I guess. Rodney <laughs> Bowles is, quote-unquote, writing it. Steve Cummings is doing the art, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, and that's all the news we got this week. It was dog shit news, I told y'all. I told y'all. Mm. Let's do food. Mmm, yummy. Awesome, that's over. Now we're getting excited because this is actually good shit. Uh, not really. A candied bacon whopper. Huh. Okay. I'm not sure what candied bacon is. It's like brown sugar. Yeah, brown yeah, sugar bacon. Like, I've heard of this before. Um, yeah, it is basically just like sugar baked into the bacon strips, which I don't know. This isn't the worst idea I've ever heard. There's, there's uh, other ways onions to do candy. on it too. There's other ways to do candied bacon. You could also put like um, uh, uh, almonds on it, or you know, like Ooh. pecans or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But it's also yeah, it's just, just brown sugar. But I might bacon. try this. It's just brown it, sugar. Yeah. So it's also got garlic aioli. Aioli, am I saying that right? Yeah, aioli and I've also sauce. seen this this sweet bacon jam. Like I know Sonic did a burger that was that had something like that. Yeah, and the fried I onions. Don't, so. I don't think I'd want this, but it's not a revolting idea. I could see the yeah, it's not, no, it's, it's actually, half and half for me too. I want to try it actually. I want to give it There's a nothing wrong with the sweet bacon jam, nothing wrong with the garlic, nothing wrong with the cake. It's just the Whopper it itself the... that is terrible. Yes, it's the Whopper. I mean, the Whopper's cut. Well, uh, hey, you know, I was kind of serious about doing like a, a fast food tier list, but I mean, the Whopper is not great, but it's not the worst either. Yeah, no, it's not the worst. I would get this without tomatoes, though. I don't think tomatoes would go well with the with the brown sugar. No. They oh, won't. dude, that's a nice point. That's a nice point. No, the tomatoes will definitely not go well. And Burger King, so you bacon. can have it your way. It's BK, you can have it your way. Next. Mrs. Butterworth is rolling out Dunkin' Glazed Donut Flavored Pancake Syrup. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not sure what I think about okay, this Okay, so all. glazed donuts are just donuts with sugar, basically, yes. you know? Yeah. So, like, how are they... Is this, exactly. like, sugary syrup? Isn't syrup already sugary? We'd have to oh, ask, is... quote-unquote, the culinary experts at Dunkin'. 
Uh, no, it that's sounds literally like sugar, in the quotes around that. Yeah, yeah it, it just sounds like sugar, sugary, sugary, sugary on top of sugar syrup. Yeah, it's sugar yeah. Syrup. Are they having some like sort of yeast flavor? I guess for the donut itself, I don't know. So what, what the they say, is. it's sweet vanilla flavor notes of fried glazed. Oh, donut. so it tastes like so it okay. tastes like a Dunkin' Donut syrup, kind of. That's it's, what they're trying. It's four dollars and change, twenty four no. ounces. Check your no. Walmart's. I don't need diabetes. No, I don't need diabetes. Dude, it really does. It's like, yeah. So. I mean, this is another one where it's like, it's not a, an inherently revolting thing. It's just something that. Well, I'm I don't even like Mrs. Butterworth. I'll be honest. I yeah, would Ms. just rather have maple syrup. It's not good at all. I would just rather have maple syrup. Miss Butterworth, Butterworth is just sugar. I mean, Mrs. Yeah. Butter, they've made the smart move of having a very distinct bottle shape because mm-hmm. that's really the only noteworthy thing about it as a product. And they're plastic now. They don't even have the cell in them glass anymore. Well, of course they don't, but yeah. Stupid shit. Because yeah, glass bottles are expensive. It's expensive to move, move around. All right, we do have a moment, a moment this week. <laughs> Actually, save us time later. Duke number one, Josh Williams, Jordy Belair. Um, yeah, again, this book is suffering from uh, nostalgia. Really, it was a fun, action-packed issue, right? But. Fights are happening. I mean, Destro, of course. Everybody knows Destro. But fights are happening between people who, folks, unless you're a G.I. Joe fan, you're not going to know who Rock and Roll is and how fun it is yeah. that he's got the video going in the background. You know what that I mean? Was that, so when I was reading this, one, I was like, oh, my God, it's Captain Rock and Roll. It's like, what the hell is he doing here? I, I love that he that he showed up, dude. It was so it's like fucking next, cool. next thing you know, next thing you know, his uh his buddy's gonna show up, but I can't remember his buddy name. But the second I'll see him, it's like, oh, it's so and so. You know, it's like yeah, stalker, stalker. Yeah, I think I think it was, yeah. it was stalker. Yeah, but again, look at like this is the actual Jeep. You know, this is the Jeep that that you can get, that, or you could get for GI Joe. You know, it's like a classic shape to it. I mean, I will um, say that it, I'm having. I don't think this is suffering as much from the the cobra commander book did and like if you haven't right. like if you haven't done the required reading there's nothing here for you that's not as true here i mean sure i all i need to know about this is that this is like a big muscly dude who has big guns okay i know everything i need to know let's go you know yeah i mean he's a lot deeper than that but i think i i was like oh shit it's rock and roll i'm sorry i'm not yeah, getting rock. into like the true textured lore of the fucking gi no no that, yeah, but that's of. what i mean i think like all I'm, right it's just like the Star Trek comics. You know what I mean? If you had never watched Star Trek, you're not going to like the Star Trek comics. If you have seen well, you'd be like, oh, okay, he's good. But if you're like diehard like Star Trek fan like I am, then holy shit, it's like the best thing ever. And that I feel like this is sort of gearing itself, you know, steering itself towards a certain segment. And that's going to hurt the overall Energon universe. Yes, that's exactly true. Because the more it leans into that nostalgia, it's going to pull away from people who actually enjoy the product. I what I'm saying though is that like I think with the Star Trek book and with this one, I feel like the nostalgia definitely enhances the experience. I don't think it's strictly necessary. Like to be perfectly frank about the Cobra the Cobra Commander book, that book was kind of just boring for me. Yeah, then Cobra, Cobra is boring means if you don't know what it is. Nothing to me. But exactly. this is still like a fucking action scene. This is still Great. like a big like shoot off. Awesome. So I can still enjoy this, even though I'm not a big G.I. Joe guy, That's in the awesome. same way that I didn't enjoy the Cobra Commander book as much, you know? Yeah, no. 100%. I feel like I can add the perspective here of someone who doesn't know shit about G.I. Joe, except for like, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, That's the, true. You can. The you can add that perspective, of it, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, did you well, recognize well, me the Cobra like Captain Rock and Roll and Not really. you know Cobra Law? Yeah, <laughs> like that's like famously the Joe's like headquarters. You know, in the comics. I knew they had a headquarters. I didn't know it was called the Pit. Yeah, and then Baroness Destro and Baroness. I mean, that's unmistakable too. You know, but yes, again, I, I just feel the, the yeah, greatest just, non-relationship in relationship history. Yeah, right, right. I just <laughs> We're feel not a little bit like in quotation know, marks. I don't know. You know what I mean? I just don't know. I'm still enjoying the hell out of it, but I don't know if it can carry. Hey, maybe that's why the Duke series and the Cobra Commander series are only five issue miniseries, you know, to back up the Transformers book. Because oh, it seems like the strategy they're taking so far is like everything else is just ancillary to Transformers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you have Void Rivals and Transformers, and then you have these other books. Right. Right. Yeah. Void Rivals is really easy to forget, even though Springer's supposed to show up soon. And I love. Well, Void Rivals currently right now is leading into the Transformers book from the last issue, so yeah, they're going to start moving that direction. You can already tell the the writing's on the wall. Yeah, for sure. Cobra Commander number two in a couple weeks, and then Duke number three a, a week after that. So, all right, let's get in it. Com comics this week were really really good, y'all. I had a tough time making my list. I just everything that I read that I liked, I was like, oh, I like that so much. I just I love that so much. So I'm not sure what to put on my list. Yeah, uh, I'll do an rough. honorable mention for Drive Like Hell, Richard Duick and Alex Cormack over at Dark Horse Comics. Um, this is the last issue of this series where they sort of steal a demon's car and it's got powers. And I mean, the art in it was has been like this like the whole time. You know, just look at that. Just that does beautiful. look rad as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, and that's what the it artwork in this book is really well done. Yeah, and then at the end, the demon ends up like fighting an archangel, and they steal his trumpet and shit. I mean, it was wild, dude. It was crazy. The whole thing was just fucking nuts. Yeah, it, it's, like it a, so it's like a it's like a fever dream of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, everything. I mean. <sighs> You guys are probably going to mention this, but I mean, Off World 3 was great. Incredible Hulk was great. Twilight was great. Um, but I'm going to go Duke number three for or Duke, Duke number two for my number three again. Uh, Joshua Williamson, Tom Riley, just I mean, the action alone, it just as an action comic, it was great. But being just the big Joe fan I am, um, it feels just like Star Trek. You know, every time it comes out, it, it could just be on my list because the it's Joshua Williamson. He's hitting all the right nostalgia buttons yeah. there. Josh did really great. Working. Yeah, he did a really great job with this book, but I this was, was a little bit more like, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier where it says Captain Rock and Roll just is there, and it's everybody's just like, I could see some of the people, and I've read some of the reviews already. Uh, some of the reviews were just like nagging on like Captain Rock and Roll. It's like, why did you bring him back for it? Well, it's Captain Rock and Roll. Come on, he's he's not he's that awesome. Bad of a he's not he's that bad awesome. of a character. I have I have his action figure, his classified action figure, and Stalker. I love all of and Duke. Mm -hmm. I have all of these figures. Of course, I love these fucking guys. I play with them all the time. I mean, literally, I will pose but, and put them on know, dioramas. But that, you know? that that's more of my honorable mention is Duke too. So I mean, yeah, nice. it's just more of like nostalgia for nostalgia stakes, but it's leaning more into nostalgia than usual for me. Yeah, I think week. so too. Yeah. Uh, all right, T. All right, I'll do an honorable mention for um, Incredible Hulk. Um, Good books this Mostly week. for Nick Klein's artwork. I mean, the uh, oh, yeah, all this shit going on in Banner's head is fucking rad as hell. Especially the part where you have, like, the Hulk skeleton cage around Banner and everything. I don't know if you got that. I had that. 
Oh no, I got the big monster. Oh, so the sorry. The big yeah, monster is a lot of fun too. Ghost Rider yeah. shit is a lot of fun too. But yeah, this is uh, the art alone makes this a fun read, and it is a pretty yeah. fun story too. Um, so they had the World War Two Ghost Rider this one, and yeah, this, that that panel with Banner inside that Hulk cage was. Awesome. Oh yeah, I should have gotten that panel, dude. I really should have gotten that panel. That was that was really good. Yeah. It's so difficult, I'm sure, for people to visualize if they haven't seen it because I'm, that isn't the best description. Oh, I'm so can sorry. Oh, uh, well. But anyway, um, another honorable mention for uh, Wolverine number 42. Um, uh, yeah, that's my number one book this week. Go okay, ahead. Okay, let's talk more about three. it later. That's oh my number God. three. Holy that's my number three this week. Holy shit. Yeah. We'll okay, talk so about I will it. say Sabretooth is a boring fucking character. He's just, oh, he's yeah, just, I'm evil. He's just, look like, how brutal I am, Wolverine. But the shit with Wolverine, where he's like the angst and like he's fucking ripping his arms off in order to escape the cage and everything, like that's just uh, incredibly mm, you know? good. Benjamin Percy's, Benjamin Percy writing Wolverine and like getting into like the inner monologues and everything has always been such a highlight in this book. Wolverine, uh, sorry, uh, Sabretooth himself, boring as shit. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just dumb. He's such a yeah, 2 like, nothing character. Also, fucking hell, goddamn Cypher. Just yeah. fucking <laughs> let him suffer with his mind blank. And you, because you were like, oh, but I feel bad for Sabretooth. He went around <laughs> and fucking did genocide across a multiverse. You fucking idiot. Yeah. It's, you know? it, yeah. No, that was <laughs> a problem. Such but a fucking idiot. Was, I hate him. Corey Smith just murdered this art. It might oh, be yeah, the absolutely. most graphic. It might be the most graphic. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were billing this as the yeah, most violent Wolverine story because, of all time, you know? I mean, look at this. I love this. Yeah, that's he, my number I mean, three. And, so, yeah, we can continue. Yeah, on that, we yeah. finally know yeah. Wolverine can pop the claws without hands. And I was just like, Yeah, they're starting his, uh, his forearm when he's not using them, you know? Just holy shit. I mean, and then Laura's even getting in on it, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> take it down, I think, two of the saber teeth so far. Yeah. Um, saber teeth. <laughs> but also that one guy was an idiot because he wakes up Colossus and then Col it's like, oh, there's literally nothing we can do to hurt Colossus once he's meddled up, you know? <laughs> that was yeah. the biggest mistake of the book. It's like, hey, Colossus, wake up. Yeah, oh, if they yeah. killed him in his sleep, they would have been able to do it. But like once he's meddled up, there's nothing these guys can do. Their claws exactly. can't cut his skin. You Jab know? him in his throat, you know, down uh, mouth maybe, but shit. I, I don't but know. Hey, Saber no, they're not going to murder them. Verse sucks. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> take that. Yeah, uh, between the uh, body horror and just how just dickish Sabertooth is in this book, it's just so... It's well done. The art is really good and everything on this, yeah. too. He's a bad character, but he is a good catalyst for Wolverine. You know, oh, like perfect. Yeah. he does perfect. that better than almost any other character. Yeah, perfectly said. Perfectly said. So that's your honorable mention, right, T? Yep. Uh, my number three is Spine Tingling Spider-Man, number four. Uh, yeah, this was awesome, dude. Yeah, um, this has been such a unexpected delight, this whole miniseries here. Um, I it is a little page. bit like, yes, like this is the one I was hoping you would bring up, where he oh just, like the whole, like the walk up, the clenched fist. That is such great visual storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Like, the this, ultimate Fuck you, Green Goblin yeah, moment. The actual art here is... Yeah. Th throughout this series, this art has been fucking fantastic. And just these double-page spreads in every single issue just about. Like, this has been a real treat. I worry this might have gone under some people's radar. I almost didn't pick it up. I probably wouldn't have 
if yeah. there was a good Peter Parker Spider-Man book out right now, because he's, you know, right. he's my favorite character and I haven't had an opportunity to read him in a good book in forever. So I, right. I'll give this a shot. I'm so glad I did. But, People um, reading this in those trades are going to have a problem. These two page spreads don't look as good in a trade. I'm sorry. Mm. They just don't. Yeah. Um, you got that crease in the middle. It's kind of hard to do anything about. Crease, but damn, this book is incredibly beautifully drawn. Yeah. Dude. I mean, yeah, the, story's, yeah. the story's not bad. The story's not bad. You know? I mean, I will say that like the whole, ah, I was all androids is a little like mid 2000s Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. Yeah. But that being said, it's fine. It's just like, Oh, I had such a good time with this too, man. It, it facilitates like a really good like psychological horror story with Spider-Man, which I don't think I've ever seen one before ever, really. And this one is honestly very good. Yeah. And then he just him beating the dog shit out of the jackal at the end was so cathartic. Oh, yeah. Man. And yeah, and yeah, just brilliant. So well done. It was well done, yeah. Uh Andy, honorable mentions. And well, since we already know my my number three, which was uh, Wolverine number 42, let's just do my honorable mentions in length then. Uh, my yeah. honorable mentions, this happened to be Duke number two, and then also World Tree number seven. Uh, yeah, World Tree was right back into effect. A little slower issue building up to the to, into the uh, second arc. Um, yeah. But yeah, still very well done. It's It feels a little lost to me, like lost. Like we're going back and like seeing the past. And the first arc did that several times but never like three times in the same issue and it this book did that three times in the same issue where we went back and yeah, this one was a little off a little, little off bit more off the that. rails than usual yeah. but you know it's still, still well done the yeah. the uh the evil dark net that is out there that the internet beneath the internet is still murdering people left and right if you look at it and people are yeah. just like what do you mean? Let's take a look at it. And you're just like, oh, come on, stop. But yeah, don't you stay off the internet. Stay, stay off, off the internet, the people. Internet. <laughs> but yeah, I do like, I mean, this is the, I, I don't think I've read a comic book quite so much where all, where every single word actually does matter most yes. of the time. Oh, no, no, no. In this one. Yeah. Because it, almost, it seems tight. like almost every single word that anybody says matters. Yeah. It's just like Tiny is writing very tight on that book. Very yeah, it's tight. just like there's no throwaway dialogue in this book where it's just like someone says something, that's what it means. It, it's not like secondhand or whatever. It's just no, this is what it is. So that yeah, the writing on this cool. is top notch. Yeah, agreed. And that was not oh yeah, that's right. Wolverine was that's my number, and number three is yeah, Wolverine. Saber two four because this oh, Wolverine just doing Wolverine shit with I, no hands. I love this shit with no hands. What? That last, that's so the fun. The very last page was Oh, awesome. dude, it gets oh, something, like, something I didn't mention earlier was like at the beginning of the book, um Sabretooth. Uh, I think that was um that was Akihiro's uh, like claw that he was using to pick his teeth with at the beginning. Uh, that's yeah. some that is some good visual storytelling. It's like, oh, what did uh, at first I was like, where, where did he get a stick? I'm like, oh, that's what that is, right? You know? Yeah, but yeah, this dude. this last page, this very last couple of panels right here, this is amazing. Right here. Is, is really fucking old. A number, yeah. This is amazing. It's where it's like, I hope I'm not too late. Please don't make me too late. You're probably too late, Logan. Nah, she gonna be fine. Well, there are <laughs> two of them running around now, so maybe they can murder one off. You know, I don't know. We'll see. And that's why it was my number three. 
<laughs> yeah, great choice, great choice. All right, that comes around to me uh, for my number two, and I think it's pretty easy, Beast World. Um, Tom Taylor, Ivan Rice, solid ending. I didn't like the way they brought Beast Boy back, making him a starfish. I thought that was kind of a weird – of course, Detective Chimp's going to come up with that fucking idea. Um, but the ending with Raven was like, okay, I see what you're doing, Tom Taylor. You know, uh, you're not done. Uh, and there were just beautiful Ivan Rice, you know, stuff going on. Donna Troy getting her cool new suit. Hall of Order. I mean, a lot is changing. You know, this really yeah. pushed the status quo in the DC universe. I do forward. like Titans taking yeah. over the Justice League headquarters. That was kind of like. Well, no, the Titans aren't. No, that's on Waller. Amanda Waller. taking. Oh, Amanda Waller. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I would have seen yeah. here. Yeah, they've still got Titans Tower, and it's just going to be very interesting to see what else Amanda Waller does. And I loved what she did in this book, and it was really an Amanda Waller book. Sure, it was all DC Comics, big, huge, stupid fun, you know, with Beast Boy and the Titans. But, I mean, the implications here, like Tom Taylor still bringing in real-world social stuff and moving the whole DC universe forward in a way that, I'm sorry, Marvel just isn't doing right now. You know, it feels like Titans, Nightwing, the events, um, even the stuff going on in um, Superman, you know, is leaning into every fucking thing else. And th that, that, th those are their big pushes for the year. Mm -hmm. I mean, Avengers doesn't feel like it's leaning into anything. You know, the Fantastic Four is sitting all by itself. Spider-Man has gang war going on, but it's literally the only ongoing book that's like involved in that. Everything else is like these little mini series with Luke Cage and and all that shit. So I don't know. Uh, well, that I in just love what they're doing at make DC. It a good thing. But Tom Taylor yeah. and you know all the books he's like talking himself. He he does a good job with it. You know when mm -hmm. it's done well, it can be fun. When it's not, it can just be a big like checklist you have to get through. Yeah, but I they're doing if, it well. So yeah, if Beast World is any indication of what DC Comics is going to bring us in the context of big huge events, a a linked you know, shared actually a, a universe that feels like it's shared. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I had such a good time reading this, man. Reading it. It was so fun. Again, it was weird the way they brought Beast Boy back, turning him into a starfish. It was weird. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, I did have a moment, but I did also have a moment where they learned that, oh, shit, by killing all these little baby stars, we kind of fucked up and might have fucked them up. You know what I mean? That was a fun. Well, moment. you knew Gar wasn't going to stay dead forever, dude. He got shot in the eye last event. He, I mean, quit picking on this motherfucker. This is the new Wally. I mean, no here. character ever stays dead. This is the so new Wally. Just keep picking on fucking Beast Boy. They have been picking on him a lot lately. That is well, Beast Boy is an easy pick on sometimes. Well, he's in love with a demon now too. Classic. Yeah. He's still in love with Raven, and she's a fucking demon. She's so always been a demon. Technically, yeah, she's no, always. I know, I know, but. But, you know, she is the daughter of Trigon. Trigon, the, bad is coin. the Lord she's, she's of the fucking bad demons. <laughs> yeah, she's the bad side of the coin now. But uh, all right, Taylor, number two. Uh, my number two, you mentioned earlier, Batman Off World, number three. Yeah, I mean, the cover of this book just looks like a fucking metal uh, album. So that's I like know, already off to a good start. Heavy it's metal. Dope. Let's go, heavy metal. Yeah. Halfway through but, this book, I was like, is it? I had to look. Is this the last issue? Well, it's definitely the it's end not. of. It, it's conclusive in the way because like he he accomplished what he did. We were talking before about like you know in those first couple of issues, at least I would say that like you feel like the the payoff is coming. Like you could feel like yeah. even though Batman's like getting just 
run through the ringer here, he feels like everything is going according to plan. And here we do get that big payoff. I mean, yeah, he met, makes out with a sexy alien woman getting his Captain Kirk on. He even got his shirt I thought off he was going to, yeah, exactly, getting his Captain Kirk on. I thought he was going to go yeah, a little further with it, but. But yeah, then we get to see his like space armor and he just I fucking. Love that shit. He gets to, we get to have that cool, like, yeah, this is what Batman is all fucking about. Like, he is yeah. this just indomitable force of nature, and he goes through and just beats the shit yeah. out of all these hunters. And, like, his final fight with the Captain Dickoff, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just beats the shit out of him, and it's very, very satisfying. And you're right. This felt like it could have been a final issue, but then he's like, you know what? There's a fucking crime syndicate here, and I'm fucking Batman. So Dude, let me go exactly. deal with that. And the girl kind of says, "Oh, this Gotham must be the most beautiful place in the galaxy." I love that line. And Dude, I love, like, I love like his nod answer as a reply. Like, He's like, "Dude, yeah. he knows that Gotham is not a beautiful place." Gotham is a shithole, man. Gotham is a shithole, but it is his shithole. Exactly. And the people who exactly. live need someone to step the fuck up, damn it. And Batman's yeah. gonna do it. But yeah. yeah. Um, Did they kill his wolf? Did that dude not kill his wolf? I don't remember seeing it at the end. If he had killed the wolf, I think Batman would have been like, "Don't kill the fucking dog, Jason Aaron." Don't, yeah, don't kill the fucking dog. Number one, dog. Don't kill the dog. He got it to yelp, which was, you know, he still he kicked the dog. He didn't kill the dog. Yeah, you know, man. But there's a couple other things here. Flashback to when this alien and him met in Gotham. I love that. Um. But the, during during like the big fight, Jason Aaron does so many things during the fight. He talks about he learned about it. You know, he did do the training that we didn't see him have in issue number one. He kicked the pressure points, the nerve clusters. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean and, it's Batman at his best. You know, the guy yeah. who just like has like Batman. the control of the fight. Like my favorite Batman fight you of say, all time is him versus the fight. Him versus the mutant leader in the uh, in the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, you know, when they're fighting in the mud pit, that is the yeah. quintessential Batman moment for me. And this had that kind of energy, you know, like Dude, physically, 100%. he is completely outmatched, but he is completely in control because he knows what to fucking do. You know, yeah. when you have Batman on his back foot and he knows exactly how to hurt his enemy, and the enemy's like, "I got you exactly right here too," and then the Bruce just goes, "Yeah, fuck you," and this like wins him immediately. That, that is exactly. good Batman shit. Yeah. yeah, like I and, think Jason Aaron, like I still think it is a weird thing to put Batman out in space, but I think the choice works because Jason Aaron's team, I think he fundamentally understands what makes for a cool Batman story. Yes. And he's able to make yeah. that shine through, even though we've put him in such a strange setting, you know, such an unfamiliar setting for him. Yeah. Uh, but you say in control during that fight, he even says it took three kicks and like 26 punches did not come down and then i hit him five more times and yeah. i love the line i love the fucking line but is he in control at that moment you know what i mean he even tells the wolf no killing but i don't know i, I just love what jason he Aaron didn't kill him fuck you. He, you i know, know he, he didn't he didn't <laughs> i know i'm just saying he didn't kill him but still control i don't know because i tend to agree with you yeah he was in control but he was still really pissed off you know what I mean? He was still in an understandable way. I think. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. It just it's yeah. there's layers here. Jason Aaron's just doing yeah, a yeah. fantastic yeah. job. On well, this. Like, it's I think like that's an a good ogre because it's like, like an onion, it has layers. It's not just Batman being like a machine. You know that does mm -hmm. add some pathos to the character. That like, I it took me a minute to rev down the engine because this guy's such a fucking shithead. You know? Yes, yes. Him flying through space and shit from ship to ship. Oh yeah. 
Give me more awesome. of that. Rad as hell, you know? Awesome. And Jason Aaron, maybe better than any other writer working today, is so good at manufacturing those fuck yeah moments. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Number two? Are we at number two? Yeah, yeah he's number two. two. Yeah, my number two. Uh, my number two is Moon Man over at Image Comics. Yeah, this is an okay story by Kid Cudi. I like where they're going with it. But holy shit, that fucking art. Oh, my God. Man, you can't so, take it for granted with these, like, celebrity writers stepping no in. Shit, a lot of them right. have been coming up, and they, they're doing good work, you know? So, I, I, it's like, I didn't look up who uh, Kid Chudy is, or if I'm not sure. Or <laughs> Cootie. Scott, Scott Kid whatever Cody. his name Cut. is. Cuddy. But Cuddy. this has got the, this has got the writer from, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This has got the writer from Radiant Black, so you know it's got a good writing behind it, yeah. and it's got a good artist. Um, and you know, so this is, has to do about like um, the ultimate what if story. What if the you know those missing minutes that we had during the blackout period when man first went to the moon, and it kind of delves really deep into that, and it's got this yeah. nice story behind it, and the artwork works, and this really good storytelling behind it, and I think it's really we learned well. the answer not get some superpowers is what we yeah. learned. Yeah. We're not really sure how they work, but. It's, it's like, my, you know, go ahead, go ahead, finish. Yeah, it's just like one about. of those. It's one of those things where you're just like, "What happened during those missing minutes?" And it's yeah. like, "This is what happened," and yeah. then you have this. You have this guy who comes back, and I have powers and all this other stuff, and it's like, "Oh, okay." And they're yeah, trying to was, keep it on the hush hush, and it's like, "Well, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> but he can't take it anymore. There's like, you know. Yeah protests and shit going on that are getting locked down and he wants to get out there. But is this gonna be part of the Masterverse? With I don't think so. I don't, yeah, I don't I think, think this so is either, but Masterverse. So it's I mean, fucking great. It was really cool. And again that yeah, art it was man, it was fun. Shit. It was very fun. And for this it's really good style. Uh, this, this kid Chudy like I said I need to look him up and find out know, who he is. Um I mean it's this is Cootie, good right? for, this is kid a good Cutty. first outing for this this, this Chuddy for the celebrity writer. It is. It, it's not a bad outing for him. I mean, you know, oh no, it's fantastic. Guy. Extra large. Yeah. It was an extra large first issue, so he had a little bit more room, you know, to yeah, he had a little bit more story, room to but... tell a good story, and yeah. you know, I'm glad that he did, and you know, it worked out really well. Yeah, for I him. liked it. I liked it too, man. I'm ready for issue two. I want to see what else you know comes from this story. I don't know, you know, where he's yeah, going to end I'm up taking it, it, but like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it, it was it, good. He had enough room to breathe, where it gave him yeah. enough time to show his strengths. Yeah, one hundred percent. I liked it. I, I liked it too. Uh, all right, number one's Wolverine. Fucking fantastic. Go ahead, Taylor. What's your number one? We already my number, about. Yeah, my number one. Um, another one you mentioned before, Avengers Twilight, number two. Hey, that's this my number good. one also. Okay, that's good, good. One. This, yeah, yeah. My number one also. Yeah, excellent. excellent. I mean, Daniel Acuna's artwork alone like makes this a oh, really entertaining read. Yes, yeah. but exactly. like they okay, so they are. Uh, basically just doing like this is Dark Knight Returns but Avengers or really exactly. I guess but Captain America specifically yeah it's but yes. Captain America <laughs> yeah and yeah. execution always matters better more than whatever like tropes you're using and yeah, the this, execution here is great like that dialogue uh, right there is that that's the dialogue from this quintessential issue. Steve Rogers man right there. it is yeah. and it doesn't work and that was like a really good I think uh commentary that they're making with this is that we are like, Americans we look out for people we don't turn our backs and now that you know in the next page is just fucking amazing too yeah 
I Which, don't have that. I so. do think that we're going to eventually <laughs> I knew we like talk about it. Though. I don't think the book is going to be that cynical. I do think that like, you know, we are going to see like, you know what? Captain America is right at the end of the day, but they're making you fucking earn it. It's not just a, yes. there are bigger problems here. that can be fixed with even Captain America's speech making, you know? Yeah. And so like, I really like the conversation with Kamala. I'm that's a good pull on their part. She, as she'd be old enough to be like, uh, maybe lower middle age at this point, And just, like getting her to come out of retirement, the ramifications of these people stepping up, there are consequences for them exactly. doing the right thing here, you know, because like Steve's uh, what that girlfriend, they never really specified, but the woman he's with, um, she gets pulled out of her life and she is fucking furious with him. Yep. But yeah, you know, we understand why we understand that he is doing the right thing, but they are showing that there are consequences for stepping up like this. Yeah, my, my still my favorite part of it is how it's just mirroring society. You know, it's doing a great yeah. job of talking about what's happening and it has now. Things to say, you know, with like Ultron yeah. and uh, the oh. Red Skull. Oh my gosh, to be like me? the big bads here. That yeah. almost puts it all over the top. Where no, of course, when, shit is terrible. Oh my god, you know, it almost oh, makes when, it too comic booky to put those faces on Tony's what's idiot happening. Fucking son, you know, is such a yeah. such yeah. a punchable so, little prick. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he is. When Chip Sadarsky holds up a mirror to society, he really holds up that mirror and just goes, "Hey, take a look, look at what you're doing right you now. Are. Yeah, this yeah. is this is what you are." And he like literally shoves a mirror in your face, and this is what it is. And that's what this yeah. book is. That's what Twi- uh, Avengers Twilight is. It's the ultimate. Here you go. This is what you are. Take a look at it. Now I am confident that this is going. We're going to get like some catharsis in this. It's not just going to be like, "Yeah, things suck," and there's nothing you can do about it. The message needs to be things suck. Do something about it. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking for this has been a lot of fun. I'm I, mean, definitely, I don't see um, Steve Rogers making it out of this book alive. I don't I'm see sure him that'll be like a big tragic thing at the end, but I don't yeah. know. We'll see. I mean, they could also have him like, you know, like ah, he has to step down from me, Captain America, but he's like he's guiding the new generation. Something like that. That's how Dark Knight Returns ended. I am wondering yeah, if they're going to be just completely like, you know, reading weird. all the homework from that. But yeah. Yeah. No, this is reading like a typical hero journey. Yeah, Steve will probably not only, if he doesn't die, he'll be no longer Captain America. He'll have to take yeah. some sort of antidote to the super zero sword. Or maybe he like ends up like missing a limb or something. You know, that's yeah, that's he, one something that's will happen to him. That's one of the favorite like forced retirement things they do with superheroes. Yeah, like right. that's how uh, Peter gets retired in the yeah. in the Spider Girl books from back in the day. Does he even have the shield in this issue at all? No, they make a point no. of saying that he does shield. not have a shield. So that'll be, that'll be a big moment when he gets his shield. I'm sure. Thank but, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, when he'll he gets steal his it from that other fucking Captain America who's got it. Whoever the fuck that is. Yeah, prick. Yeah, whoever he is. Yeah, fucking asshole. Probably the. U.S. Yeah. soldier, you know, whatever. U.S. agent. Now, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, re- U.S. Yeah, agent. Right. Yeah. I don't remember how many issues this is, but um, compared to the first issue, I felt like this dragged just a little bit. But they wanted to tell more of the story. They wanted to show us more of the universe. They wanted everybody to have big moments. The government throwing the thunderbolts in. Um, the president getting shut down. Um, Cap having his big moment and his small moments, like you know, rescuing people from the streets. Um, Luke Cage having his little political thing where he's like, man, our little secret base doesn't look like too much of a fucking secret anymore. And Cap's like, where the hell am I supposed to take him? You know, um, Chip Zdarsky doing a really good job of telling a comic book story that could actually just be yeah, a fucking I, movie. It could I just be is, a movie. Without I think that is something that like elevates this book is 
they are showing that it is hard to do the right thing. It's hard to yeah. it's it hard is. to revolution, man. It's hard. Yeah, it is hard to yeah. do the right thing. That is correct. Yeah. But yeah, fantastic, fantastic fucking issue. And then Andy's number one, he already said. Yeah, that was my number one, yeah. Oh yeah, Twilight. Is same yeah, book. Twilight, without a doubt. Avengers yeah. Twilight, without a doubt. Yeah, that was yeah. just well done. Yeah. I like it too. I a very misleading cover issue. because Iron Man had like nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah, Iron Man's not even out. in the book. They didn't yeah. even show, like his hologram self. Like they, did they the mentioned him. Issue. They mentioned him. Oh, oh we got to get mention, him. Like, but and that was the I'm a hologram. The, yeah, they did that, and then the stinger at the end of this is like, "Hey, we can actually go save Tony. Let's go do it." But, yeah, yeah. So That'll the next one apparently has a uh, Miss Marvel on the cover. So I'm guessing she has nothing to do with issue three. <laughs> yeah. We're getting into nice. the original Avengers assemble part of the story, I think. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Or whatever okay. the the Avengers of this six one six ultimate right, right, timeline right. is. Yeah. No, you're we're right. The, he is. No, we're in the six one five. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Yeah, we're yeah in whatever the this one universe thing. is. 20 or, or I don't know 2064 or something who the fuck yeah. knows what's the ultimate the, one is that 1616 1610 I think okay yeah ultimate I it's 16 1610. something but yeah yeah and that's the new ultimate universe it used to have a yeah, the original number. ultimate was like 1616 20 or something like that yeah it had, I don't know yeah it was like it was like yeah multiple digits on that one the way they did it was like one because all of them started with one except for the yeah. 616 and then 616 20 was supposed to be 2.0. Uh, that's so what was big. That's what was big when they complete first started. Tangent, we talked about universe. it at the time, but like I do wish in the uh, the MCU that they had not gone with 615. Just go ahead and like officially label it some other universe. Yeah, it doesn't have to be connected to shit. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to connect. Oh, sorry. Well, sorry, 616, I should have said. The, the MCU for the MCU is 616, but it's not it's so the stupid. actual 616. It's the I don't MCU. Like that. Yeah, they're two separate like things. That. Yeah, the MCU should they should have given it a completely different number. I did not like how they just used the comic book universe. Number. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. I don't like that. No, it, it in the comic books it's not even six one six. It's more of like yeah, but we're comic guys, a, so of course we don't fucking like that. Anybody else who enough. heard that has no fucking clue. Yeah. Oh, they gave it's it a totally different number. Nothing to them, and it's annoying ah, for us. So that's a exactly. bad choice then. Exactly. 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 All right, let's wrap this shit. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Watch the bullies. They got a show tonight. They're definitely going to get into Carl Weathers. If you want links to everything they got going yeah. on and everything we got going rest on, power, brother. Uh What? I said rest in power, brother. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but all of our links are up there on Outright Geekery. Um, we'd really appreciate it if you go up there and follow us along. Man, I'm losing my voice, which does not bode well for tomorrow. <laughs> um, we'll be back tomorrow, barring my, my throat not breaking out. Um, also check out the group at that link. Um, no bullying. Andy's running that bad boy. So much yeah, fun. Yeah, that's this guy. He had like 20 new members this week. Or it's like in two days, something like that, this weekend, something like that. Something yeah, we're like uh, 91 so, away from 18,000 members over on the group. Awesome. Page. We are just on the cusp of finally breaking that milestone. So that's always a good thing to see. Right. Uh, again, thanks for hanging out. Come back tomorrow. But most of all, thanks to these guys for hanging hey, out hey. with this guy. Good times. We're going to do it again next time. Same geek time. Same geek channel. Ooh. And I hope I